We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's February 7th. It is 2023. We have six NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined by my good buddy, Christy Metzger, Creighton 12. Christy, what's happening, my friend? Not too much, Stevie. Just uh, trying to catch up on a little of the basketball games tonight. Uh, I know you kind of tuned me in to the Bulls uh, tied it up here in their game, so... Um, kind of interesting. So yeah, just watching some basketball and researching for tomorrow. Heck yeah. Um, I did not need Vooch to have a monster game, but he's <laughs> having a monster game. So that didn't work out. Um, Derek White going like, I, gosh, I was telling you before, and I know a lot of people that listened to the podcast yesterday, but I, I ended up with him on like eight of the like 12, like prop, like prop lines that I ran out today. And it was all before the Brown news came out. So, like, to have all those hit and just wait on some of this other stuff throughout the night, it's going to be fun. Um, heavily invested in Josh Giddy, so I'm hoping he has a really good game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's looking to be a pretty good Monday night. And, um, I'm yeah, I mean, six games. Six-game slates are fun. 
six to eight games. I keep saying it. These are the fun slates. I, I totally agree. That is my favorite too. I, when I, when I saw the same thing, it's just, yeah, kind of right in our wheelhouse, good enough to break down where you can find some, some good uh, contrarian plays to get off some of the chalk. So yeah, great slate for sure. I'm walking into the office and I stepped on a kid's toy and my foot is bleeding <laughs> and I'm so annoyed right now, but I'm, I'm in it. I'm good spirits. Um, any parent out there right now that has small children knows exactly how my foot feels and they get me. So it's fine. Um, hope everyone's having a fantastic Monday night. And if you're listening on Tuesday morning, good morning, enjoy your cup of coffee and let's get into this breakdown, like I said, six games. We get started here with the Knicks and the Magic. 228 total. The Knicks a one-and-a-half-point favorite. On the Knicks side, Barrett is questionable. Mitch Rob is out. Mo Bamba is suspended, and Okiki is out for Orlando. Going to the Knicks first, what are your thoughts here on New York? Yeah, so for the Knicks, um, I mean, Jalen Brunson has been playing so well. Um He's second for usage now with the Knicks at 27%. I mean, he and Randall um, are really running this offense. And so Brunson, he's priced up um, at 8.3K, but I think he's worth it. And he's someone that I've been playing quite a bit. We've seen some good ceiling games from him, um, hitting that 50 to 60 point upside there. Um, Randall, I mean, he's getting priced up there. He's 10.2K. I think in tournaments, it's okay, but um, I, I'd rather get br- exposure to Brunson. Um, like you mentioned, RJ Barrett, um, he was a real late scratch the last game. I think it was announced after, right after it started. So not sure on him yet. If he's out, um, you know, possibly take a look at quickly. He's still priced uh, pretty well, although he hasn't uh, performed as well as we saw him earlier in the year. And then maybe, you know, for value, um, certainly don't mind, um, you know, for some last pieces, if you need to throw in Hartenstein or, or Grimes in there too. But uh, for me, it's a lot of Brunson. Especially if Barrett sits, I think um, yeah. Brunson just becomes like a fantastic play in that type of scenario. Um, Orlando is definitely a team that struggles against like the three-point line. So it definitely gives him even more upside in this game. And I think someone like Julius Randle, who – you know, has no problem getting up eight to 10 three-pointers in a game, has some really high ceiling in a matchup against Orlando. So I think those are the two guys. If Barrett sits, I think quickly at 5,400 would be a a pretty solid value play in this matchup. Uh, You mentioned Hartenstein. I don't trust it, but I I don't hate it here at 4,400. Definitely more of a tournament play for me, but I think this is a spot you could definitely take some shots. Going to my magic, I keep saying it, like they're such a hard team right now with everyone healthy. And I mean, they're just, they're consistently playing everybody solid minutes. Um, so it's just tough because I mean, the ceiling is always in the minutes and the production is always in the minutes. And we're not really seeing a lot of people in Orlando play 38 minutes a night. Um, what are your thoughts here on the magic? Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad to hear you say that because it is, it's really, it's really tough to, uh, find myself on too many magic players lately. Um, and, and, and they're priced up to, you know, um, Benchero 7.5 K. So certainly interest in him, you know, in tournaments, but he's also not someone that I'm, that I'm seeking out, but yeah, everybody else is really priced pretty efficiently. 
um, for the Magic. Um, you could maybe look at Wendell Carter, um, kind of in that mid-range there. Um, you know, but yeah, like you said, there's just not not a ton to just that really stand out as some great plays. So maybe take some chances on Paulo and and uh, maybe look at Carter a little bit too. Yeah, Paulo, I think is the guy that has the highest ceiling. Um, Wendell Carter with Mo Bamba out could potentially play a couple extra minutes, yeah. but they they still have like Wagner at 4K who could play potentially play a few extra minutes in this game, who they never hate like running out there. Um, Boyle Boyle, he's someone they could play a few extra minutes here. I think like tournament wise, if I was going to take a shot on one of these guys, it'd probably be um, Mo Wagner at 4k just with mo bomba being out i think there's a i mean a chance that he gets like 22 to 25 minutes in this game and if that's the case at his price he's okay it's you know mo mo bomba is someone that like he's not playing a ton of minutes so like the minutes could just get spread out like one or two extra minutes of up you know someone so i i struggle uh, it's been working not playing a lot of Orlando and I don't know if this is a spot I just want to start loading up on them again. Yeah, exactly. And I maybe just throw in Suggs in there too. I mean, the minutes are so unpredictable, but I mean, he's <laughs> 3.6K. It's not someone that I'm looking at, but if you had to, you had to really dig deep. All right, going on to the next one. We got Atlanta at New Orleans, 234 and a half total in this game. Pelicans, a two point favorite. On the Atlanta side, they're good to go. No injuries here on the night before um, reports. And then Zion's out, but Valanchunas and Ingram are probable for New Orleans. So pretty healthy New Orleans team as well. We'll go Atlanta first here. What are your thoughts on the Hawks? I almost said Falcons. <laughs> Thinking football yet. Yeah, so for, <laughs> for Atlanta, um, I, I'm always going to have interest in Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Um, in tournaments and they're actually priced just $200 apart. So price really, really close. You still have Trey Young leading in use 32% and Murray 25%, but I think they're both great plays. Um, Murray has, we've seen some pretty high ceiling games, you know, the last four games he's hit 55 and 67 fantasy points. Um, granted Trey Young was out a little bit too, but his price has come up. Um, and then Trey Young, you know, I mean, again, just a ton of usage there, ton of upside. So I both think they're fine and they're both under 10K. Um, so decent plays there. Um, I think as far as anyone else, you know, um, Hunter, I don't think is a bad play. You know, he's 5.2K. Um, he's put up 30 back-to-back 30 um, point fantasy games um, with one of them being 39. So I think he's okay, but for me, I'm probably looking more at at Young and Murray for most exposure in the Atlanta game. I feel like that's most nights um, for me. Like, <laughs> and I don't know how much you can like necessarily play them together. But now, like Dejounte is 92. I know. I struggle with that price point. Trey Young is like 200 dollars more. Um, right. I think I lean more on Trey. Yep. And I do DeJounte at DeJounte's price. Um, the guy like that I definitely don't mind taking some shots on here is Capella. We we haven't seen like his minutes get up into that like 30 yet, but I feel like it's the potential is there yep. in a close game. Um, they just haven't really had a lot of close games recently. 
So I think like Capella in large field tournaments is someone on a six game slate. We could take some shots on depending on the value that opens up today. Deandre Hunter is someone when he gets hot and he shoots the ball. Well, he can put up, you know, six, seven X type of numbers. And I think on a six game slate, that's enough. Um, so depending on the value, you know, obviously we have Brooklyn on this slate again. We'll talk about that next game, but yeah, I mean, I think this is a spot he's potentially in play. On the Pelican side of things, Ingram probable, Valanciunas probable, CJ McCollum 8K. What do you like here for the Pelicans? Yeah, Ingram is is really my favorite play just because he hasn't been priced up yet. Um, you know, 29% usage, um, just 7, 7.1K. So I have a lot of interest in him. I just think he makes a great price point. Um, McCollum is fine. Um, at 8K in that mid-tier, there, there's a lot of guys that I like in that 8K um, range. Um, Jamal Murray being one when we get kind of to that Denver game too. But And Brunson is kind of in there as well. But I do, yeah, I, I would say Ingram I like uh, quite a bit. Um, we saw a lot of value the last game just with um, both Ingram um, and McCollum being, and Joe Bell being out. Um, we saw a lot of Willie Hernan Gomez. So I think Ingram McCollum, um, Jovell is fine too. His price has come down to um, just at 5.7K. I mean, we've seen upside in very few minutes. Um, he doesn't need much to get there. We saw 24 minutes um, just a couple nights ago and he put up 44 and a half fantasy points. So I think uh, he's a very, very good tournament play um, at, you know, at, yeah, probably one of the better ones at his price point. So those are probably the guys I have the most interest in. They have some mid-tier guys, but uh, none that I'll probably be targeting. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Phoenix at Brooklyn, no total out for this game. We really didn't expect it. Brooklyn, second end of a back-to-back. Um, Phoenix, Devin Booker is probable. Uh, Payne and Shamit outs. Um, as far as Brooklyn is concerned, you know, Ben Simmons did not play Monday with the knee. We don't know if he will be back, but it sounds like he will be back from what you know the reports kind of said on him. So expecting him to at least play in this game. Um I don't think Seth Curry plays from what I was reading. I don't think he's going to be back before the all-star break. Um, And then I don't think any of the new pieces will play, but that is definitely something I'll be watching because I mean, there's potential they're not available 
on DraftKings, but it could hurt the potential value of some of these Brooklyn players. So we'll talk about that in just a second. We'll go Phoenix first here. Booker back, 9,500. We haven't seen him play since Christmas Day. I don't know what we'll be expecting, you know, minutes wise from him, but he has been out for over a month now. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked if he's in like the 25 ish minute range instead of the 35 minutes range. But Phoenix tends to, when these guys come back, just play them. Um, so eight and 8,100, Chris Paul, you know, 7,800. What are your thoughts here on the Phoenix Suns? Yeah, it's a little bit tougher. I mean, they're with, with Booker back, and again, not knowing, like you said, what what his minutes will look like. Yeah, I'd probably guess too, probably closer to twenty five minutes or so for Booker. So it takes him out of the equation. Um, Aiton priced at eight point one k. I mean, he's he's fine play, um, but he's not going to be quite as good now with Booker back in that offense. Um, Chris Paul, I think is okay too at 7.8 K. I mean, he's kind of another one of those guys that's in the mid tier there. Certainly fine. Bridges has been playing very, very well. Um, but again, he's priced up there too. So um, guys that I'm probably not targeting a ton. Um, but if you happen to to land in there, I certainly don't mind Paul, certainly don't mind Aiton and even Bridges, even though he's at, in that 7K range, I think, it's, I think it's fine. And then it takes a lot of those value pieces really out of it with Booker back too. Yeah, Booker being back, I think like Cam Johnson's minutes have already kind of dipped. And now yeah. Booker being back, I just don't think you could play like him. Bridges, I think is like, he's kind of fringy for me because I don't really think his minutes change too much. But he's 7K with Booker coming back, and I think that that might be too much. Um, I think this is a good spot for DeAndre Ayton. I think that there's clear usage, you know, ways for him to have a big game. He shoots really high-efficient shots, and just someone I think has some really good upside in a matchup against Brooklyn on the second end of a back-to-back, potentially with, you know, some G-leaguers again. So I, I think this is a spot Ayton could have a really solid game. On the Brooklyn side... It's so tough to break down Brooklyn here the night before. I will say, like I said, I think Ben Simmons plays, and it really just comes down to does Dinwiddie play? Does DFS play? Um, what are your thoughts here on Brooklyn? Yeah, like you said, just un- until we know some of those pieces, if, if they're playing or not. Um, you know, tonight we saw uh, Cameron Tom- Thomas just go crazy again and, and putting up some big points tonight. Um, both he and Sumner are playing very well. Um, they're pretty decent values in there. So if they are in the starting lineup or we don't get some of the Dinwiddie and some of those other guys in there, I think those will be definitely good plays to go to, but yeah, that's one we'll have to keep a close eye on for sure. Um, Claxton, he is priced up. Um, he's definitely, it's certainly been warranted. He's been playing well. Um, but I think, you know, at 7.7K, I think I prefer your call on Aiton on the other side of it, just a little bit better being that close there. So kind of have to wait and see, but there could be some val- potential values um, with, with Thomas and Sumner, just depending on how it shakes out tomorrow. You never know. Um, hmm. You never know. Cam Thomas was someone that we talked about in depth on the podcast yesterday. So, yeah he's having a solid game for sure. Um, 
I don't, I mean, it's so tough to break them down. Like if, if no one else comes back, I, I think, you know, we're obviously looking at a lot of pieces here from Brooklyn, you know, even with Simmons potentially playing in this game. Um, so yeah, I mean, for me on Brooklyn, it's really going to depend on who plays, but if all these guys sit again, like if Dinwiddie and DFS don't play in this game, I really liked uh, like going back to the well on Thomas. Yeah. I mean, I don't even hate Ben Simmons at 6,700 right. just right. because his role is just going to be so high. And I really think it was just the sitting him on the first end of a back-to-back was all it was for Ben Simmons. So I think he'll play his normal amount of minutes in this game. So, all right, Chicago, what are the Bulls doing? They're letting the Spurs <laughs> stick around, and I don't I, like it. I Not know. how I expected that game to go. I was wrong. <laughs> I don't like being wrong, but I am wrong, and I'm okay with you know admitting when I am wrong. <laughs> Uh, 233 and a half total in this game. Memphis, a seven point favorite, as they should be. The Spurs are sticking around with the Bulls. Back to back for the Bulls. We'll have to see if anybody sits on the back to back for them. As far as Memphis goes, Steven Adams remains out, but that's really it. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Bulls? Yeah, I think for the Bulls, you know, the, you know, kind of the top three Vucevic, DeRozan, Levine. Um, they're all priced pretty close together. You got Vucevic at 9K, DeRozan at 8.8K, and then Levine at 8.3K. So for me, I mean, Vucevic, we've seen a good ceiling game from him tonight, um, as you mentioned. So I think he's a good play. Um, DeRozan's always fine, too. The minutes are always strong. Um, and he's had some really good games as of, you know, the last, I mean, probably six or seven games. He's put up 40-plus fantasy points. So I think that's fine, too. Um Levine's okay too. I mean, he's had a couple of games where he hasn't had, you know, he put up 24 fantasy points a couple of nights ago, but we've also seen some ceiling games too um, mixed in there. So to me, he's more of a tournament play. Um, so I think any, any three of those guys are fine. Um, and, and guys that I, I certainly don't mind um, the, the, yeah, that, that's probably it for me on the Chicago side. I don't really have any interest in Patrick Williams or anyone like that. So for me, it's kind of the top three for Chicago. Yeah, I mean, Vooch has just been absolutely crushing here recently. No Steven Adams. Um, I, I definitely could see him continuing to play well. Um, I was completely wrong on him yesterday. And again, I don't ever have a problem admitting when I was wrong. Um, I was definitely wrong on him. So it didn't work out on that aspect of my props. But hey, it happens to the best of us. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely want to see if like... You know, if Caruso's back, I think it's interesting. If he doesn't play, I mean, we saw Drummond play big minutes out of really nowhere. And it's not even big minutes, just really quality minutes. I think he had like 17 and 13 in like 16 minutes or something like that. So um, AU and Kobe White both played really solid minutes. If Caruso's out again, I don't mind going to the well, back to the well on those guys, um, just because they're so cheap on a six-game slate. And if we expect them to get solid minutes, I, I don't hate it. You know, 43 and 3,800 on AU and White. On the Memphis side of things, I, I mean, John Morant and Desmond Bain are fantastic tournament options here. Triple J, I'm a little bit like down on him in this spot. I don't like him as much as I like some of these other guys today. Uh, If Tillman starts at 4,600, I think they'll definitely need his size in this game and he'll play as much as he can handle Vooch here. So uh, what are your thoughts on Memphis? 
Yeah, I agree. I, I, I like Morant a lot. So I think he's a great tournament play um, at 10.3K. You know, yeah, you're just getting a chance to get somebody probably at lower ownership too because he is priced up. So definitely like that. Bain, I think, is great too. And I like the fact that he's priced right in that mid-tier. There's a lot of great plays in that 7 to 8K range that I think are viable options. Bain being one of them. And like you mentioned, Tillman too. I had him circled. If he gets the start again... Um, he had 32 minutes the other night. Um, so I think he's great too. So yeah, those are the three guys I probably have um, my eye on the most. Um, and like you said, uh, Triple J, uh, probably not as much. And he and he did get a price bump, $300 price increase from last time too. So yeah, looking at Jaw, looking at Bain and, and Tillman if he gets a start. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sorry, I had to mute my mic. I was sneezing. Um, and it's still my oh, it's right, right there. Anyone that's watching on YouTube, it's right there, and you know how that feels. Um, <laughs> what's up, YouTube? I, I see a people, a couple people hanging out with us tonight. Um, John, Dave, what's up? Hope you're having a wonderful Monday night. Moving on, we got Minnesota at Denver. Interesting basketball game here, 236 total. The Nuggets is seven to eight point favorite, depending on the book you're looking at. Um, very wide range. Uh, Gobert, Anderson, McLaughlin, questionable. Austin Rivers, obviously suspended. Carl Anthony Towns out. Denver Nuggets side of this game. Um, Jamal Murray and Jokic, Aaron Gordon, they're all probable. KCP probable. Um, so, I mean, I expect Denver to be good to go here, even though there's a lot of red on the like page for DraftKings. We'll go Minnesota first. You know, D'Angelo Russell, 7,400. He has that like capability of having those really big games. Um, so like in large field tournaments on a six game slate, I think you have to have some interest in him. Um, Anthony Edwards is someone that can score in bunches. So I definitely want to see like if Anderson plays, because I think Anderson being out could potentially open up, you know, maybe like a guy like JD McDaniels to yeah. get really secure 35 minutes in this game. Prince potentially getting like 25 to 30 minutes in this game if Anderson sits. So some potential value opening up for Minnesota, depending on who's in, who's out. And then, I mean, if you want to take a shot on Nas Reed, if Gobert sits, um, <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. That's all I'm going to say. Exactly. Uh, thoughts on Minnesota here? Yeah, I agree. So, you know, Anthony Edwards, I mean, it's, it's just kind of interesting seeing him at the 10 K point, but he yeah. certainly earned it. So, but you're exactly right. He can put up points in a bunch in bunches. So I think he's a really nice tournament play. I think he'll be pretty low owned too. And you mentioned Russell. Yeah, he he definitely has that upside, which is which is great. So for large field tournaments, I think he's certainly someone that you got to keep in your player pool in that again, kind of in that mid-tier range. Um, and I I exactly circled McDaniels too, because you know, with um with Kyle being out last game, he got 32 minutes, put up 30 fantasy points, and in a slate where we're going to need a little bit of value depending on what happens in that Brooklyn game, I certainly like him at 4.6K, so I think he's a fine play. And like you said, 
We'll see what happens with Gobert. He doesn't play. Nas Reed is, you know, kind of the epitome of a tournament play. But his price has come down $400 from where he was when they played Minnesota the other night. He was $5,100. So he would certainly be in the conversation if Gobert's out as a really good tournament play. Denver side, I mean, it's a it's a six-game slate. So at the top, you know, obviously you got Jokic, you have LeBron, you have Anthony Davis. Um kind of choosing between how you want to approach these guys. Um, but, I mean, Jokic has the highest ceiling on most slates. So I definitely don't mind just saying, hey, I'm going to plug him in. I think we're going to have, depending on, like, the Brooklyn situation, we should have plenty of value to fit in Jokic as well. Um, I think Jamal Murray is a really interesting tournament pivot off of Jokic. He's been someone that's been playing really high level here recently. So I definitely don't mind like Murray instead of Jokic. Um, then like you got your fringe plays with like a Michael Porter Jr., Bruce Brown type of plays. Uh, what are your thoughts here for Denver? Yeah, so Jamal Murray is probably one of my favorite tournament plays on the slate. He he has just been playing so well. And, you know, at, at 8.2K, I mean, the upside is huge. He put up 62 fantasy points the last outing. He's had 54 points. I mean, the last two weeks stretch, he's put up some great numbers. All of them over 40, between 40 and 60 fantasy points. So he's someone I have a lot of interest in. And like you said, it's a great pivot off of Jokic. Um, Jokic, like you said, highest upside on the slate. He's a great play. So those two obviously have the most interest in, and I'll definitely be over the way, over the field on Murray, um, depending on how the how things shake out tomorrow. But that's certainly the plan. Um, Porter, Gordon, they're just okay. I mean, Porter, I think he did get a little bit of a price increase too from where he was. Uh, yeah, he's at 6.1K. So um, he's just okay to me. Uh, more of a last piece if I needed somebody in that price category. Um, same with Gordon. But yeah, for me, it's Jokic and Murray. All right, we finish it out. Thunder, Lakers. I'm going to turn this the thunder game on here and as i'm editing the podcast and getting ready for everyone listening to it on the podcast form 237 and a half total lakers seven and a half point favorite back to back for the thunder like i just got to mentioning lebron is questionable anthony davis is probable um scotty Pittman jr is in the g league just like saying it uh <laughs> austin reeves is probable for this game as well so i mean if LeBron plays, it's the healthiest the Lakers have been in months. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's definitely something to note. But we'll go Thunder first. I, I mean, Josh Giddy has been playing fantastic. I talked this, about this yesterday a lot. Um, my expert survey hot take was Josh Giddy's triple double. So we'll see. That game is getting rolling here. So hopefully I'm right because uh, I have a lot invested in Josh Giddy. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts here on the Thunder? Yeah, I, I, Giddy, I, I have a ton of interest in him too. I mean, again, he's another guy that's right in that range that we've talked about, 7.9K, but he certainly earned it. He's got tons of upside. Um, last outing, just in 28 minutes, put up 51 fan points. So like Josh Giddy a ton. SGA is always a great option too. I mean, we've seen a couple of really nice ceiling games from him as well recently. So I think SGA... Giddy are probably the two focal points for me on the KC side. Um, anyone else on the team really is just, you know, last pieces. But, yeah, Giddy and SGA for me. Yeah, it's, it is a back-to-back -back for them. So if someone starts getting ruled out, I don't 
I don't think Dort will play, or, or I don't think Poco will play either. Um, so like, if someone else get ruled out, like Joe Wiggins type plays, Win Williams, these guys become interesting if someone gets ruled out. Um, so we'll have to wait and see if someone gets ruled out here on the second end of a back to back. But right now, I think it's just this two studs. Yeah. Um, I expect the Lakers to start playing better defense. They were playing good defense at the beginning of the season. They had a ton of injuries. I really expect them to start playing better defense here coming down the stretch. Um, if they can stay healthy, of course. But I really think like this is a game like SGA and Giddy, because like the interior defense was really good when Davis was healthy. So if he can stay healthy, I think you're gonna need to beat them with guards. And I think obviously OKC has two really young guards that are both very talented. So um, on the Lakers side, I mean, it's it's a six-game slate, so LeBron and Anthony Davis are definitely in the conversation today. Um, Davis is a little bit cheaper than LeBron. I think that is definitely, you know, something to kind of, you know, talk about. But we also need to talk about, like, LeBron is 35 points away from the all-time scoring record. He should play in this game. Yep. He doesn't come up, like... 32 points here i think he's gonna have like a 25 point game and then he'll break the next game or this is the game lebron says give me the ball i'm gonna go out and get 40 points and i'm gonna break the record um so i i don't dislike or like narratives but i always like the the human in me keeps it right here in the noggin and the <laughs> noggin's telling me it's LeBron James. It's one of the best players that we've ever seen. This yep. game's in LA. Just circle this one. I mean, he needs yep. 35 points. Like, what's his point prop going to come out at? Is it going to come out at 27 and a half? Is it going to come out at 34 and a half? Like, how aggressive are books going to be with this one? But, I mean, it's in the back of my mind for sure. Once we get past, like, Anthony Davis and LeBron, it's really tough. Um to really have any interest because the minutes are very spread out. What are your thoughts on the Lakers? C couldn't agree more. I, I think both LeBron and Anthony Davis, just great, tremendous tournament plays. Um, LeBron, just for the, just for what you mentioned. And I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, if, if you're into narratives, like you said, it's in LA um, just, just a great opportunity. Um, but it being the last, last game of the slate too, um, that always lowers ownership. Um, so I don't think, you know, probably won't catch ownership, especially with Anthony Davis back, but they both have big upside. We've seen Anthony Davis, um, come back and really put up some good numbers too. So for me, it's really just the two of them as well. I mean, if you look at the rest of, of their lineup, I mean, things just get really spread out. I mean, yeah, no interest in Westbrook, um, Schroeder's 5.3 K, I suppose if he was a last piece potentially, but with Anthony Davis back now, um, and everybody and them getting healthy, not really much interest after the, after LeBron and AD. All right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here cruising through this one. Only six games. It's a really interesting six game slate. I think it's a lot of this slate's going to be depending on like what Brooklyn does and what the Thunder do on the second end of a back-to-back. -back. I think Chicago plays their guys. So I'm not too concerned about that, but I mean, Cam Thomas, what he had 47 actual points or something. Oh, so yes. if everyone sits again, <laughs> we're gonna right back to the well on Cam Thomas. Oh, yeah. Um morning grind game, favorite play under 5k to go 7x. Who do you got today? 
I am going to go with, um, I'm actually going to go with McDaniels from Minnesota. I think he has an opportunity to, to have a decent game. So I'll go, go McDaniels. I'm going to go Hartstein. Um, I think that very, very risky, but I think he actually has some solid upside if he does get like a 28-minute game here against Orlando. Orlando tends to play big. So I'm going to go Hartstein here at 4,400 and just kind of chase chase the upside of a cheaper play. That's the whole point of this question too. 5K to 7X, chase the upside. Over 8K to go under 5X, who's your bust today? My bust, I am going to go with... Um... I'm actually going to go with Zach Levine. He's at 8.3K. I'm going to go Devin Booker. Um, I really hope they don't run him out here. Big <laughs> minutes. I think they, I hope they ease him back. Even if they don't ease him back, he's 9,500. Um, if Devin Booker goes bonkers in this game, I'm probably not going to have a good slate. So uh, Devin Booker is going to be my answer for this one today. Favorite 6X play. I'm going to go with uh, Jamal Murray. I just, I love the ceiling that he's been providing lately, still priced at a good price point. So I'm going to go Jamal. I'm going to go Clint Capella. I really like this spot for Capella, um, especially if they can give him a few extra minutes. I think this game has the potential to stay close. And I think people are going to be down on him. So I think this is a game we could see Capella have a really strong game. Um, I hope. I mean, he put up 57 fantasy points against this team earlier this year. Like, the upside is there. The upside is there. Yeah, that's a great call. I like that one a lot. All right, let's get weird. GPP play of the day. You took my Jamal Murray one already with your last question, so I have to find a new one. So um, I'm just going to talk for a second so I can look. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Who do you got for your let's get weird GPP play today? (laughs) Yeah, let's see here for mine. Um I think I am going to go, I'm going to go, I don't know how weird this will be, but I'm going to go with Jonas Valanciunas. I mean, a six game slate. It's not like we can try to find someone 5% that can break the slate. There'll be somebody, but (laughs) it's always always tough. Um, I'm going to go Julius Randle. I think that a lot of people are going to pay up today for other people. Paying up to be contrarian is one of my favorite things to do. Julius Randle in this matchup against Orlando has triple double upside. And if he, if this is a game that he chucks from three point line, like Orlando does, does struggle. They allow the third most three pointers in a game per game this season. So Julius Randle tournament upside. I like it a lot. Uh, Any bets standing out to you here night before? You know, I had kind of just started looking at that before we started. Didn't get a chance to really dive into it too much. So, no. How about you? You're kind of the – yeah, you've had some really good uh, bets and some good prop bets lately. Yeah, nothing jumping. Like, it's so tough on a six-game slate with, like, three back-to-backs to, like, have something that you love. Um, There's not even a ton of lines out on sleeper or prize picks right now. So, it's not like we could, you know, jump on stuff early. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, they only have the Orlando and, oh, they have LeBron's prop at 32 and a half. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm just, listen, everyone gets it. Um, so there's just not a ton of props out right now either. I, I think that I'll be shopping the LeBron one around on, like, sleeper and prize picks and stuff. Because if he can get it a little bit lower than 32 and a half, I think that's a little high. I know that... Everyone has the same mindset that he's going to want to go out and break this record tonight. And 
he's LeBron James. He'll drive the ball and, you know, <laughs> take, take 25, 30 shots if he has to. But so, I mean, nothing like jumping off the page to me. I will say the Magic have been playing really good here recently. So potentially like getting them at plus two, plus two and a half, um, depending on um, that. I don't hate it, but nothing like yesterday where it was like Derek White has hit this line like five times in a row. It seems really low. Um, he hit in the first half tonight. So nothing like that. So we'll just kind of table bets for today. And uh, Christy, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I don't think so. Great break late down with you. I think it's going to be a great one for tomorrow. That's for sure. Always fun. Always fun. Um, that's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow on Wednesday talking some more hoops. We're going to do a Super Bowl podcast on Thursday. Looking forward to that. Hope everyone has a fantastic day, and we'll see you again tomorrow.